Hello and welcome to episode 69 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Gem G and with me as always, the clown to my Corey, Kev P. What's a new one? Yeah, don't know Of course, they're all new ones. Well, I suppose they are, yeah, but... Keeping it on brand for the download Again? episode. Yeah, so this is our review of RIP 2023. Mm. Our thoughts and experience of Sleepy Hollow this year. So we've already talked about getting in. Yeah, we mentioned the journey, didn't on the, we? On the journey in the last episode. So with this, yeah, we like we said on the previous episode, we kind of got stuck and then breezed through security and inside. And we were in a similar spot to last year. Yeah, in terms of the security checks, if anyone's not been through that process, it is just a case of sitting in your car, switching your engine off, and a little sniffer dog comes around. They may do spot checks on the contents of your car, but we didn't get checked this year. No. And you show your tickets at that point, don't you, I think? You have to have your car pass in your car, because we did get the pass in yes. advance this year. Yeah, you do have to have the, yeah, you have the car park pass, uh, which usually gets sent out a couple of weeks before. Yeah. And then... It's basically the same entry for Sleepy Hollow and for Park Farm. So after security, you go one way or the other. Yeah, so you get directed into your spot, which is uh, always pretty straightforward. They uh, give you, I think it's 22 square metres per person. I believe that is that. I've got absolutely no concept of what that looks like. Fair enough. But it's ample room for us. Yeah, we've always got plenty of room, so it's never a problem. And one thing I did notice, actually, from parking up... And one of our neighbours mentioned that as well. The not the walkway, the driveway, the path, mm. the road, if you will, between the rows of tents seemed a little bit narrower this year. Yeah, I'd said that as well. Not a lot, but I felt it was, it was noticeable. A bit noticeable, yeah. It feels like they did try to get more people in. Yeah, but within the same kind of field, and mm. instead of trying to cut people's pitches sizes down. Yeah, width wise. Yeah, mm. all they. All they did was just shrink the uh, width of the lanes. Mm. Which was still, it felt all right. It didn't feel cramped. No, but it, it makes it a little bit awkward if you're leaving. If you've not got a lot of room, depending. I suppose it depends what time you leave, doesn't it? As it does, how much yeah. Room, we, we were fine because the people in front of us had left as well, so that was all right. But it could potentially, if you've got a big car or there were some vans there. Yeah, it could be a problem. Mm. So, yeah, we got pitched up fairly easily once we'd parked up. And it seemed to fill up quite quickly after us. We seemed to have, we seemed to be like the only ones in for a little while. And then all of a sudden, there was an Yeah, influx. I think it was after we'd finished pegging all the uh, ropes down. Yeah. I think you looked around and went, oh, God. No, it was when I was inside and I was kind of just tidying the inside of the tent. Oh, is, is that what you And it came out and the, there was just everywhere I was full on the row opposite. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so first thing we then did, which may or may not have been cracker cider. We went to get our wristbands. I think we did that first, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah. So that was in the reception hall in Sleepy Hollow Field, as it has been before. Yeah. It's straightforward. You just go up with your, uh, you have to take your ID. Mm-hmm. I'll say you have to take your ID. It's the person who bought the ticket. Mm. It's their ID. Yeah. So if you bought your ticket from somebody else or if somebody bought it for you, you have to have a copy of their ID to show. Yeah. And then we went to the other side, to Park Farm, where the merch stall was to pick up our goodie bags. Yeah, which now this is a weird one for me. So I get why they put that there. But on the front of the wagon, it says official merchandise. We know from previous experience you can't buy normal merch there. Yeah, that is a bit confusing. I, just, I don't see the point in that. So what they'd be better off doing is maybe Wednesday, Thursday, putting all the RIP stuff there. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, have normal merch. Mm. So people can pick some merch up either on the way in or way out of 
Birina. Yeah, that'd be handy, wouldn't it? But as it is or was this year, it's just your RIP merch. Yeah, as it is every year. And we timed that quite well because at other times there was quite a bit of a queue, but there was no one there when we went. Yeah, and they also ran out of stock. I was just going to say that. Mm. Yeah, I heard even as early as Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, there were people saying they'd not got everything. And apparently they took people's details and they're going to send stuff out, but you'd think that they would have a rough idea of how many... They know how many tickets are sold. I can kind of understand T-shirts maybe in certain sizes not being out of stock. Yeah. But at the same time, what Bloodstock do for their VIPs, you tell them what size you want so they know that they've got the stock. Yeah, they they ask you Mm. in advance, don't they? Which is a better way of doing it. Definitely. As we know with normal merch, larger sizes tend to sell out quicker. Yeah. So I think that was definitely some bad planning on someone's part. Yeah, definitely. But we got our, I was going to say, goodie bag. We didn't actually get a bag this year. Yeah, is that the first year we've not had a bag of some description? Yeah. And we didn't get one for Pilot, but that was literally a T-shirt, wasn't it? It was, yeah. But the Pilot was a very last minute thing. Oh, exactly. But yeah, Pilot aside, first time I've not known there'd be a bag. Yeah. And this year's gifts were different. Yeah. I mean, we had the standard T-shirt, and I have to say, sat wearing it as we speak, this is probably my favourite one we've had. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good design, isn't it? I just it? like the design. And the colour. The colour, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like last year's very much at all, I have to say. I didn't mind last year's. I it's thought it was all okay. right. But yeah, this has been my favourite one. So yeah, we got RIP T-shirt. Mm-hmm. We got a download pin. Yes, we did. Little badge. Yeah. We got the lanyard. Which is another gripe of mine, because normally we have quite a funky lanyard, which is not the lanyard. Yeah, the lanyard. The, what's he call it? The bit that the lanyard goes on. That is the lanyard, well, is isn't the it? That's the lanyard, yeah. That's the lanyard. Then you've got your little programme. Yeah, then you have the official programme. Attachment. Oh, the, 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 the cards. Yeah, the cards. So, yeah, it's the actual lanyard is the material, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's normally pretty much the same one that you purchased in the arena, but this year it's quite a dull black, plain just says RIP on it, doesn't it? Yeah, I it's think not, it does. I was expecting kind of the purpley pink pattern one that I'd seen that you could pre-order. Yeah, I think they basically they're just trying to get more money, aren't they? Mm. So I was a bit disappointed in that. I'll probably continue to use last year's because that's more funky. But the little card things are useful to have if you're that way inclined, if you want to work around with your, your stage times on. Yeah, but they didn't not, seem to fall to bits this year either. No. That they'd done in previous years. That's true, yeah, that happened, didn't it? Yeah, and there's the programme as well. Yeah, which I've not even looked at yet. We looked at one when I opened it because for some reason I felt like we hadn't got one. Yeah, you didn't think we'd got a lanyard. Yeah, I don't know why. No, I don't either. So we checked and we did open one at the time. But yeah, we got the programme, which is always a bit of a souvenir. And then the main item that we got this year, which we're looking at now and frowning. (laughs) Is a foot high download gnome. That's right, gnome. (laughs) Download gnome. And obviously, because there's two of us, we own two gnomes, which is quite funny because a couple of weeks before download, we were actually talking about alternative gnomes and how cool it would be to have one. But now yeah. we've got two. Now we've got two and we don't know what the fuck to do with it. I mean, one's still in its box. It, it is. Yeah, it's not been opened yet. I feel like there was definitely a mixed response in the RIP Facebook group to it. Some people loved them. Some people were giving them away. Some people, I think, might have put them on an auction site. Yeah, I think you might be right. What was quite funny as well is the giant gnome in Park Farm as he drew up to security. That should have been a giveaway, really, because it was just there looking at us while we were waiting. Like, why is there a giant gnome? 
now we know when we saw people walking back with these boxes and like, oh, quite excited. What's in that box? Maybe it's like, I don't know. Well, it could have been anything. It could be like, maybe even like a download dog's kind of plushie. Yeah. Sort of thing. That would have been nice. But yeah, we've got a kind of biker looking gnome. We'll pop pictures on of it at some point. So you've probably already seen the pictures, to be fair. One picture I did see that was really good Hmm. is that somebody had photoshopped the gnome. On top of the car. Oh, I saw that. I pretended they'd stolen and the giant. And pretended they'd stolen the giant yeah. gnome out of uh, Park Farm. Yeah, yeah. So when I first saw it, I was like, oh, God, they, they got the giant gnome. And then I realised. But yeah, in previous years, we've had at least one item of some practical use, I would say. But this year, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty cool, but... It is, but I think it's just the fact we've ended up with two, which is obvious. Well, yeah, we, we, have, we have two tickets, so we're going to get two yeah. of everything. It's up there with the foam hands in it. Actually, it's probably better. It's better than the fact the fan hands were the worst thing. Yeah. Anyway, that was this year's goodie doggy, not bag. Yeah. So next, we'll talk about the facilities this year. Mm -hmm. What they were like in comparison to previous. So as usual, we had toilets and showers. Yeah, and I feel we got less. I can't decide whether we had less showers or not because there was only one row of them, and I feel Mm. like was there more last year? This is at the top of the field, by the way. There are two sets of toilets and shower areas one's halfway down the field to the side yeah and because we were nearer the top we used the ones at the top so can't really comment on the other ones because i didn't use them at all this time yeah i feel like there was a row one row of toilets and one row of showers missing there could have been but at the same time even though we felt there were more people in the field they didn't feel as busy this year oh, i thought they were that's interesting yeah well we stayed in the same campsite we were <laughs> It may have been the times that we went up, but... It could have been, yeah. But there did seem to be quite a few queues every time I went to go up. But I rarely queued for the toilets, and I think I probably only queued about five minutes for the shower maximum. Yeah. I mean, I left it... I ended up leaving it late on most of the days, just because I know it's going to be quieter. Mm. There's going to be no queue. Yeah, I think one morning I went about nine o'clock, which is peak time for showers, and I'm pretty mm. sure I was at the front of the queue. At that point, on the, I think that was Friday. Yeah, that's unusual. And then I know, was it Saturday or Sunday, we went up together. And then I dipped out of the queue because I spotted someone to talk to and came back in. But I was still only waiting about five minutes. That was probably the busiest day. Mm. Yeah, I thought there were queues every time I kind of mm. wanted to go up. So I did notice some queues sometimes for the toilets, but I never actually participated in one. Mm. But in terms of the showers themselves, they were nice and hot. Yeah. Probably too hot for the weather. I was just going to say on the Sunday morning, I would have loved it to be cold. Yeah. But clean, everything you'd want in them. They were, but I don't think everything got cleaned as often. This is where I disagree as yeah. well. Cause I'm sure there was always people cleaning the toilets out. I only saw out. people three times over the entire five days. But they always felt clean. There was one that seemed a bit flooded one day. There were a couple of grim yeah. toilets. And they were always stuck with the soap and the toilet paper. I think it was just one day when there was one that had only got a tiny bit of toilet paper yeah. left in. But on the whole, they were relatively well maintained, I would say. Yeah, I think I do think they've been cleaned more often yeah. in previous years. And I also heard that in Park Farm, Metal Meadow, mm. there were a lot of issues. There were okay. issues with the showers, there were issues with the toilets. Apparently the toilets were really bad. The showers mm-hmm. were always cold. I do wonder, you know, Metal Meadow, because that's more of a walkthrough, you know, the kind of area where the giant radio is. Yeah. 
because we nipped in the toilets there one day, didn't we, in mm. passing. So they get more kind of footfall where no one's going to go out of their way to use the Sleepy Hollow toilets, are they? No, no. So that might contribute to them not being as pleasant. Yeah, very possible. And then we had the Pamport, which I don't think you used. I didn't use, no. I think I used it most days. I just nipped in Thursday, first of all, because I just needed to straighten my fringe. And there wasn't any straighteners free, but a very nice girl let me borrow her straightener just to sort my fringe out. And then I went in on Friday and it was pretty empty. And another day I went in and it was empty. I don't think to myself. I've known you for hours just waiting to use stuff. No, it was pretty quiet. I think on, I think it was Friday, there was one person in there and then I went in and started drying my hair. Then someone else came in and they sat next to me. There was only three chairs actually this time as well, which seemed less. I'm sure there's usually four. And But yeah, there was a couple of hair dryers, one pair of straighteners, but I took my own straighteners anyway. And yeah, never had a problem using them, never really had to queue, which was very unusual. Again, for saying how busy it seemed. Yeah. But I didn't... Didn't see anyone actually in there doing their makeup this time, which normally is what can cause hold-ups when you're trying to to use hair appliances. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was generally a pleasant experience this year. And then also on the facilities, there was the water dispenser. Oh, that thing pissed me oh, right off. It did, off. mate. That, that was a bugbear. It was, you couldn't fit our big water, what do you call it, water carrier under it anyway. Water bottle. Which I kind of remembered from the year before, actually. Yeah. It couldn't have fit. So we ended up using bottles, but it was just dribbly, wasn't it? Yeah. And it would stop and you'd have to wait and it'd take about an hour just to fill a water bottle. <laughs> the queen of exaggeration, but... Yeah. Oh, it, it, yeah. It did feel like it did feel a long time just trying to fill just a normal water bottle up. Yeah, there's obviously water pressure issues with that one. That, so that was a bit frustrating. Then there were the food trucks at the top of the hill. Which we didn't use this year. No, we normally do, but I don't think we did. And no. Actually, we did... We, didn't we get a drink from one one night? A no, coffee? we did. For, that was from the reception hut. Oh, right. Okay. So we'll we'll talk about that one in a minute. But the main food trucks, there was kind of a, a bus called, was it Guisha or something? Yeah, something like that. And then a little stall next to it. The ve- the not-so-vegan place. Yeah, it was advertised as a plant-based stall, but then they were advertising bacon gobs. <laughs> yeah, it's ba- bacon, that well-known vegan food. Mm. And we were... Intending to go there on Sunday morning because we normally buy breakfast on a Sunday, don't yeah. we? But the only offering that we could see clearly was either the bacon cob or avocado on toast. Yeah. So we didn't fancy either. So we didn't actually use that one. We went over to Park Farm. Yeah, and we got breakfast in there, didn't we? Which was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was, was it £11 mm. for a full English? I'm saying in quotation marks. Yeah, not full English. Not my kind of no. full English. But you got a couple with it as well. And you did, yeah. Compared to the other food at the festival as a whole, I don't think it was a bad price. It was not bad, yeah. You know, I've heard complaints about it and, it, yeah. Yeah, the only thing I, I keep forgetting every time I go there, I hate the mushrooms that do because they're the, the really bad tinned mushrooms. I can say the tinned mushrooms. And it was interesting because they advertised the veggie one as corn sausage and there were two different veggie sausages. And I know as a veggie connoisseur or a veggie mm-hmm. sausage connoisseur, Neither of those were actual corn sausages. They were okay and they were edible, but they weren't corn sausages. Oh. And the half a cob still gets me. That's just weird. Yeah, why would you just give somebody half a cob? I remember that from last time. We had one a few years ago, didn't we? We weren't impressed and we said we wouldn't go back, but we thought we'd give it a try and it was it served the purpose for Sunday morning to it, Yeah, it filled a hole. Yeah. We weren't at a point where we would have gone as far as a guest area. Yeah. 
and come back again. But we did actually spot there was a food truck in Metal Meadow near the big radio. That sounded all right when we walked past it, didn't we? Yeah, it had a variety of different breakfast items, so that might be one to look out for next year. So anyway, back to Sleepy Hollow. Have we covered all the facilities? There's picnic benches. Oh yeah, there was, yeah. Which I've seen quite a lot of. I felt like there seemed more of those. And then there was the um like that little set up with the coffin the and set the skeleton in the coffin, and the skeleton yeah. and it had R.I.P. radio blasting out this year, mm. which yeah, was different. Different, yeah, we've not had that for a long time. No, I remember listening to download radio in twenty twelve. Yeah. Because that was the year we drove in every day mm. and listening to it on the way. Um but yeah, that was all right. And then they had the little teepee covered over area that you could go and sit in if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. With was there a fire pit this year? I think there was. was there? I don't remember seeing it. It's usually advertised as having a fire pit, but mm. I don't recall. Yeah, and the most amount of people I saw in the teepee were two the entire weekend. Just two people. Wow. Yeah, the benches seemed quite well used. When we sat up there, there weren't that many people around, but that was fairly early on on Wednesday. Early, and yeah. I think most people were still sat in traffic. But other days there were people. And sat down, yeah, especially in the morning. Just seemed to be using the the food trucks and stuff. So that was good. So overall, communal areas were good this year. Yeah, and yeah, the reception hut at Sleepy Hollow was manned twenty four hours as normal, and they offered tea, coffee, and hot chocolate. I think, which I believe it was all one pound fifty. Mm. We went on was it Saturday night? Yeah, I think to, we got a yeah, coffee from there, didn't we? And we discovered it was cash only. So there's a tip for future years. Because I didn't have any cash on me because I thought I was going to a cashless festival, so I had to come running after you to get some money. Yeah. And they also did cups of hot water, should you need it, for, I think that was 50p. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, yeah, that was all right, wasn't it? Hmm. Saves Bruni Kettle. Right, so heading out of Sleepy Hollow, the bridge was back. It was. It didn't seem to bother us this year as much. I don't know why. The reason why is because they weren't quite as uh, insistent that people used it. No, it was only at night on the way back from the arena, which was obviously for safety reasons. They put a barrier over, and yeah. were, unless you couldn't go over. I did see some people being allowed through. Yeah. But yeah, they weren't insisting on it during the days. Yeah, which is fine. It's like if it's late at night, if I'm not carrying something hot, like, you know, a coffee, or if I've not bust anything, then fine. But yeah, the fact that they weren't that kind of bothered. No, during the day they were fine. They were just letting you across the road. I mean, Wednesday, Thursday, the traffic was that busy in both directions. They couldn't, you couldn't, nobody could move anyway. You could just so. walk across. So I did find it wobblier this year. When Whether it was more, when more people were on it, yeah, that was a bit disconcerting at yeah. times. Hmm. But yeah, we thought we got away with it this year because we saw the bridge from South Car Park. So we thought that's where the bridge is and they'll be spotted in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> They've bought a new bridge. So. Next, we'll just mention the entertainment in the courtyard in Park Farm, which we only had on Wednesday this year in terms of live music. Yeah, normally you get two days, but I think they put a stronger lineup on on one of the days. Yeah, there was the quiz, which we didn't go to anyway because we didn't join it in yeah. time. Yeah, as didn't usual. register. Always forget. So that happened, and I think there was the alternative karaoke on every night for your entertainment within the um, the Park Farm, the yeah. pub area but they had the kind of beer and cider festival on on the wednesday we got there for that about eight o'clock and pretty sold out already i had the last scraps of adam's and cider yeah yeah there wasn't a lot left can't remember what you had even i can't but they might because it was only for the wednesday this year maybe they had less yeah they would have halved whatever they'd normally put in Mm. 
But the entertainment, it was a good lineup, but a bit disappointing. We didn't really get to see any of it. Yeah, so we watched Fixation. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to start at six with Cody Frost, and I went over for six to watch Cody Frost. And at about ten past six, someone came and made an announcement that they were running behind due to people being stuck in traffic, which included the artists. Mm-hmm. And it would be starting in about half an hour, so that would be about 40 minutes late. So that was when I went back to the tent at that point because I didn't want to just sit in there on my own. And you'd gone to sleep and I accidentally had a nap as well and woke up about quarter to eight and I could hear Cody Frost in the distance. So they obviously ended up almost two hours behind. And yeah, didn't get to see Cody. Oh dear. I know. And then once we'd woken up, we went over to see where we're at with the entertainment, have one of the drinks from the barn. Mm Mm-hmm. And got there in time for fixation. What we didn't realise when we first got there was fixation had already started and gone off because they had sound issues. Yeah. And then they came back on and the sound went again at pretty much the same point as it had previously. Yeah, it took them quite a while to get going. Yeah, I don't know what the issues were, but there was obviously some going on, as well as the delays in people turning up. I think there was obviously sound issues. But we saw most of fixation once they got going. Yeah, and they were good. Yeah, I enjoyed them actually. Yeah, it was good to take them off, because I was going to watch them in the arena, but then I yeah. thought, oh, I'll watch them here instead. Yeah, which we had planned to do for some of the bands, but hmm. when we realised how far behind things were running, we were getting quite tired, weren't we, I think. So yeah. we decided to go back to the tent and potentially go back again, but we didn't. No, we so we listened to the counterbats from the tent instead. Yeah, and Pupil Slice that were on before yeah. then. I don't actually know if Nova Twins made it, because they were the last band on, and I think they were due to be on about... 10 originally i don't think they would have done because cancer bats were running really late they didn't finish till around 11 ish yeah i think they just pushed everything back yeah in fact we were sat having a pot noodle outside the tent i think listening to them we were yeah. yeah so i'm not quite sure exactly what happened there with the entertainment but it was one benefit that we kind of missed out on this year yeah then there's the walk to the village which i think it's probably about 10 minutes from where we were yeah we did kind of record the walk up there, I think. I can't remember how long it took, but the cut through through Park Farm was open from the off this year, so that really helped getting up there. Yeah, I saved a lot of time. And yeah, and you, you pretty much come out onto the main walkway that people would go back to the car park from. Yeah, so it was dead easy to do if you wanted to snip to the co-op. And then about another five minutes further on, if you wanted to go to the doghouse in the village. I went up for Rockfit on Thursday, and I think that was about another five minutes roughly beyond the co-op. So about a 15-minute walk from the tent from where we were camped. Positioned, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, really easy to get up there if you wanted to. Sound-wise, you could actually hear the village quite clearly most nights, couldn't we? Yeah, very clearly. Yeah, There was so... some kind of weird brain vault shit going on one night. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, heard a bit of Benji's DJ set on Sunday night to close mm-hmm. things off. That sounded quite cool. I did think if we can hear it quite loud here, what are people nearer there? Because we were pretty much, apart from people at the bottom end of the field, we were in the kind of the furthest area, I guess, from the village. Yeah. So in terms of the overall layout of the rest of our IP, there were some changes that we spotted this year as we walked through. Yeah, some things are still the same. So the toilets as you go through... On the right-hand side, we're in the same place, yeah. along with the radio on the left. And the food area. But in terms of like, the pre-pitched options, there'd been a bit of shuffle in there. So the crew huts seemed to be in the same place. But where the teepees used to be were Bedouin, Bed- Bedouin tents. 
And the teepees and the bell tents were all in a different field and there seemed a hell of a lot more of those this year. Yeah, there, there seemed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Mm. There was so many. I don't know even how you'd find your own bell tent in all that lot, to be honest. What, three words? Oh, you'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think they've got their marked lanes or whatever. Probably are, actually, because I think when we've done pre-pitched it, I know the tent itself was numbered, but I'm sure there was some kind of end of row marking. But yeah, there just looked so many, that, especially at night you noticed it, more than in the daytime, I think, because of the way they were all lit up. It was the same direction to get to the arena, but it was a bit of a longer walk to the guest area this year. That was quite a big change, I feel. It was, yeah. So when you would do the normal walk... It was all pretty much kind of a wide open lane that you then walk through to security. You go through security, cross over the road, and then you were in the guest area. Yeah. Nice and simple. This year you had to kind of funnel, almost mm-hmm. bottleneck into a smaller lane to go yeah. through. So then go through security to cross over and then do a weird right turn. Yeah, it was a bit disconcerting initially because you weren't quite sure where to go, but... You didn't have to go through the guest area to get into the arena, as you've always had to do previously. So you could go straight into the arena or go straight on into the guest area, which I think makes sense. Really. It does actually make sense, especially when you think about the delays we've had getting into the arena. Mm. And coming out as well. And coming out, yeah. Yeah, that made sense. But yeah, that just got really confusing. Yeah, and it did, as we mentioned in, I think, our part one of our review, it did make it feel a longer walk to actually get into the arena once you were there. Yeah. It probably wasn't that much longer, but it did feel, I don't know if it's because you were kind of tunnelled through or whatever, it just felt quite a bit longer. Mm, Yeah, it just didn't feel right. Although we did bump into a a very nice couple of people, didn't we? We did, yeah. Um, So we bumped into previous guests, like Malice while we were there. Yeah, that was Sunday, wasn't it? It was Sunday, yeah. We were just leaving the guest area, I think, to go to the arena, and I think they were on their way back into the guest area, so that was good timing. Very good time. Uh, Yes, it was nice to catch up with those guys. So guest area itself then this year, because it had moved round closer to the stage, it was kind of a different shape. The press area is a different part. Yeah, it's totally different. But the toilets seem to be in the same place. Well, yeah, I don't don't get that. It's probably to do with the drainage, I guess, that they've got set up. Speaking of the toilets, I'll just go on to those first. That was probably the biggest queues for toilets I had all weekend. Two or three times I had a good... 10 minute wait Jeez, to get into Christ. them where you thought I disappeared yeah and as in previous years they are very small little cabins yeah. so if someone's washing their hands you can't get past that's it's, the same in the blokes toilet I heard a few people referring to them as Tetris toilets and I thought it's quite yeah. funny because you have to go into a cube and you have to move around like Tetris blocks mm. but Sunday I was very thankful for the cold water in there to rinse my hands with and a few people were just standing using the cold water but on the whole they were generally clean yeah same for the the men's toilets were fine always seems to be one with a missing seat don't know how that happens whether it's the same one that comes back every year it could be yeah who knows or the same person breaking it maybe but yeah apart from the queues they were they were good better than a waterloo yeah i think there were only two bars this year yeah there was there was the main bar under the tp yeah and then a little smaller bar that had a very limited supply very limited selection and then the pepsi stand yes but there weren't really any queues for many of those, I didn't think. So there were queues at the one under the teepee if you weren't just kind of conscious of what you could do. So people went very British and all stood in this one big queue. And there's kind of like 20 staff working at the same mm. place. 
and nobody's moving down either side and they're kind yeah. of going, hello, hello. Yeah, but on the whole it wasn't too bad. It was quite a quick turnaround, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, I never had a delay because I knew where it's the best place to go. And the teepee itself was a bit like a greenhouse with oh, the humidity, yeah, especially humidity Sunday. Was so bad. We tried to sit in there for a bit to get out the sun, but it was, yeah, it was like a greenhouse, wasn't it? Yeah. Sweltering. Uh, so warm. And you could tell that the staff were overheating because a lot of them came across very dazed and confused and were giving you the wrong things, bless them. Yeah, or asking what you wanted and you'd tell them three times and they'd bring yeah. you the wrong thing and you're just not like Yeah, it. so I did feel quite sorry for them. They must have been yeah, so Yeah, I wanted to do hot. that. Yeah. There were some comfy seats as well, but they were always taken and some, I think there were some table kind of, tall tables in there at yes. some points as well. But yeah, we just sat on the floor in a corner, tried to cool a bit. Yeah, just easier, isn't it? You yeah. know you're going to get a seat. And generally, there were quite a lot of seats, picnic benches throughout the area. Yeah, never really had a problem. No, we were always happy to perch on one with someone. Yeah. I think the only time I sat on the floor was when I was in there on, might have been Saturday, and you were somewhere else, and I just needed some shade, so I just sat next to a, a fenced area where there was some shade. <laughs> Good selection of food in there this year? Yes, there was. There was Ken's Barbie, where we had, you had a steak baguette, I think. Steak oh, Yeah, that was really nice. I had a really nice halloumi chibata from there. There was the crab shack. We didn't go there. No, we didn't venture to the crab shack. I don't know shack. why. I just I heard some people saying it was nice, but I just didn't fancy crab at a festival. Nobody wants crabs at a festival. <laughs> there was pizza stall. That was all right. We had a pizza. We did, yeah. That was good. And I think we got some fries, chips from there. Yeah, we did, yeah. Got those cheesy chips that first night from there, the, didn't we? The chips were at the other stall. Oh, were they? Yeah, so it was two side by side. But they were in the guest area as well. But they? they were in the guest area, yeah. yeah. There was also the Wagyu burger stall. Yeah, which I met, kept meaning to go to. Yeah. but and we were talking to the bloke who owned that. Yeah. He seemed quite cool, but we never got around to go in. I mean, they didn't really have a lot going for me apart from the cheesy chips, apart but I would have given them chips, a go. Yeah. I think there was Oink, Oink Burger. And there was Oink, yeah. Oink. The stuff they were doing that I wasn't kind of really interested in. No. And I think there was at least one coffee stall in there in the corner. Yeah. And there might have been another one. So, yeah, there was a good selection of different foods if you wanted them. And as we mentioned in our review episode, one of the benefits this year with the Metallica Towers was that you could sit in the guest area and watch the main stage. Yeah. Which is, they've got to get those towers. I know there are some festivals, I think, in Europe who have screens on anyway in kind of guest areas. I always think you should. Yeah, then you can see at least the main stage or the main and second or, you know. Yeah. Obviously, main and make more sense because the sound Because could. of the sound from the yeah. main stage itself, yeah. But yeah, why, why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. Mm. But yeah, we chatted to quite a lot of lovely people in the guest area over the yeah. weekend as well. So that was nice. Yeah, some nice people. Did we spot anybody famous? I spotted Will from Creeper walking through with his girlfriend. Oh. But I think apart from that, I didn't spot apart anyone. Apart from that and Lake Malice, that was it? Yeah, obviously Lake Malice, yeah, we said that. But we didn't really sit a lot near the press area, which I guess you need to do to spot people. Yeah, I suppose. Because I know a couple of the Rockfit girls actually met David Draymond. After he was doing an interview in there. Yeah. I think that's a place to be near there if you want to bump into anyone. Yeah. And obviously it's all down to luck and timing. Anyway. It is, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to spend your entire festival just hanging out by the press area, do you? No. Unless you're supposed to well, be there. Yeah, unless you're supposed to be there, yeah. Oh, the ghost. The ghost confession box is in there. It was. That turned up on a Friday in the corner and it was there all weekend from there. So that was fun. Went in a couple of times to confess my sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I joined you on one of the occasions. I mean, you only got a minute, didn't you, so... Yeah, that was not enough for me. <laughs> but yeah, that was a little fun addition. Yeah. I thought. Something, something a little quirky, a bit cool. 
Yeah, I can see why they didn't have it in the main arena because it would have been too busy, wouldn't it? I think. Oh yeah, it would have been. Yeah. And it got smashed to bits as well. Well, yeah, potentially by someone who thought ghosts shouldn't be there. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of queues as well, there was a um, tattoo stall in guest area again. Old Sarah were there. Yeah. And there was the guitarist stall. Yes. And I can't remember if there any other stall stalls. I feel like there was one more and I can't remember mm, what it was. I can't. I mean, as we always say, we feel like there should be a merch stall in the guest area. Yeah. Or at least a click and collect point because it would just filter people out as well. Yeah, it stops people just filling up all the other areas. Cuts people's queuing times down. But we'll we'll continue to feed that one back. Is there anything else we need to say about our, our IP experience this year? How would it compare to previous? I don't think it was as good as previous. Yeah? Yeah. So it might be me just being a little bit harsh, but I feel like the changes for the amount of people and lanes that they've got in our mm. IP seems so much busier. Yeah. And I think that obviously the gift bag wasn't as good as it has been in previous years. Well, it was different, wasn't it? I'm not sure about the change to the guest area just because of the walk. Yeah, I think that's one of my biggest negatives, really. Just that whole walk and the diverting off, it just made it feel less convenient. Yeah, but the perks, like the, the positives out of this year were the fact that security were kind of like, we don't, we're not really bothered where you cross because, yeah, they actually used common sense this year. Mm. Oh, I was more impressed with the security. I thought the security were better, but they mm. seemed less. They did in parts, but particularly that bit where you crossed over kind of the, I think it's like a service road, where you go from Metal Meadow over to the other side where there's more RIP. Yeah. It's always a lot of them around there, I felt. Yeah, but like patrolling at night as well. Yeah, we didn't see many. Didn't in, see anybody. I think I only saw maybe two or three times someone patrolling around Sleepy Hollow in the day. Yeah, when it's supposed to be patrolled constantly. Yeah. But obviously it's a bigger area, it depends how many they've got in there to patrol. They were really quick with the arena checks, getting people in, that was Double good. Yeah. And obviously we had the lovely friendly dude on the roundabout, yeah. we had high five man, we had fist bump man, so it's good to see some from last year coming back again. Obviously that's yeah, nice kind of regular touch, sort yeah. of regular people there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there are some definitely some positives, and but also as there is any negatives as well. Yeah, I agree. Overall, I think that it was a it was a good experience and yeah. worth the money. Yeah, it, I mean, like I say, it wasn't my favourite experience, but it was still okay. It was better than normal camping. Well, yeah, I could have say could have been worse. So overall, yeah, I think the positives as always outweigh the negatives. And on that basis, we will be back in Sleepy Hollow next year. We shall. We've already got the tickets. We have, yeah. Suckers. Well, that's the end of the RIP episode. If you have any questions about Sleepy Hollow the RIP experience, anything like that, get in touch. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Ready to Moshcast, Facebook, YouTube and TikTok at Ready to Mosh. And we'll be back soon with another episode. And also, at some point, if it's not out already, we will have a vlog so you can see the RIP experience as well. It's stop, move.